Yo, this is Teresa Weatherspoon, better known as Teaspoon, and you're watching Real Fans, Real Talk. Live from the camp. Uh-huh. This is Real Fans, Real Talk. Real Fans, Real Talk. We as real as you thought. Real Fans. What's going on? It's Trip Young with another Quarantine TV edition of Real Fans, Real Talk. Y'all know the studio's still shut down, but the show must go on. And uh, it's going to be a little fun today. We've been having fun all summer. We've been going out. Street basketball is back. Uh, the entire summer, all throughout, you got Hoops in the Sun. You got Rucker. You got Dykeman. You got Gersh. Uh, Tri-State. LES Express. So there's a whole lot going on in the city. But uh, we've been trying to support the ladies a lot this summer with Basketball Beauties League. Uh, they are playing at the Rucker Pretty much every Wednesday, I know the playoffs are supposed to be starting. Uh, I believe this week the playoffs are starting. Um, but I had to bring one of the beauties from the Basketball Beauties League to sit down right here in the studio. Naya Rose, what's going on? What's up? How are you? <laughs> Everything is good, man. It's, it's, it's so good to have you. Um, it's crazy because we've been friends for a little while now, but we are actually uh, both alumni of CW Post College which is also uh, very dope. Yeah, um, it's actually LIU Post now since I've been there. But, um, yeah, so many alumni that you, you meet and we met after. So just think about all the people out there that you've been at the same um, alma mater that you don't even know yet. Exactly. And let's go back. I'm going I'm to I'm start in college because you did play ball uh, for LIU. So just talk to me about that experience uh, playing College ball. Um, so actually, originally I was supposed to go to Georgian Court in New Jersey. Um, the coach that recruited me did get fired. So then um, I had to look at alternative options. Um, I ended up going to University of Virginia at Wise uh, for my first year. And then, um, you know, I did decide to transfer to be closer to home. Uh, so after my freshman year, I was looking at schools, and uh, since my dad is a coach, he also helped me out. Um, I was able to get a workout at uh, LAU Post, um, and the coaches, they liked my style of play, so then, you know, they offered me a scholarship. I went there for my, my sophomore year um, until my senior year, and it was a great experience. Uh, you know, I met a lot of great people. I learned a lot of different values from Coach Deirdre um, and, and my teammates as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, so now we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna transition a little bit forward. We're going to be bouncing around uh, throughout throughout the show because we got a lot to get to. Uh, after college, you are still uh, playing ball as much as you possibly can. Um, you, you got your open runs going on. I know you've been doing that. You play in a couple of different uh, leagues as well. Um, but, again, I mentioned earlier Basketball Beauties. We've been uh, coming out this uh, this entire summer pretty much to support the ladies. So talk to me about Basketball Beauties because it actually – you guys wound up starting a little later than when I first met you and, and was supposed to start in New York. Right. Um, so Basketball Beauties originated in L.A. Um, I met with uh, Jude Thomas, which is the founder of the league, he came out to New York. He got in touch with me and said, hey, I want to start a league in New York. This was uh, about, you know, three, four years ago. And we finally uh, put it into fruition. So 
we didn't have anything last year because of COVID. Uh, it kind of stopped everyone from playing uh, outside basketball, uh, basketball in general. And so this year, we weren't sure with COVID if we were going to be able to have a league this year. So we kind of waited, waited. Um, we changed our location a couple different times. Originally, we are going to have it at Orchard Beach, um, where Hoops in the Sun is located. But then we decided to go back to Rucker, where we originally had it um, for our first season. Okay, okay. I mean, listen, I, I, either one is fine. Those are both two of the premier locations uh, for, for summer basketball Shout out to uh to, to Joe and uh, Randy Cruz over at Hoops in the Sun. They always look out for us. They also they're past guests of Real Fans Real Talk as well. Um, so now we're here at Rucker Park. You got your team together. So all right, how many how many teams are playing this summer? So this summer it's actually only four because uh you know we decided to to do it so late. Um, you know Rucker had a tight schedule already. They have the the um pro for the guys. And also, you know, the younger kids, the uh, younger boys. And they didn't really have a lot of time and space for us because we were entering so late uh, that we decided to do a shortened season, uh, four teams. We played five regular season, uh, sorry, four regular season games. So we played two teams and then one team um, twice. So we ended up playing three different teams. And then our playoffs will start this week. And it's... Um, First round elimination, so if you lose, you're out, um, and it's two games for the chip game. Okay, now you you also you ran into a little bit of diversity uh, this season. You know, players had to be shuffled around, but you guys uh, still managed to, to to put the team together. Just talk to me. How how was it trying to keep players in uniforms? Um, so this year was actually tough. I think because um, you know the world's open up to an extent that everybody wants to travel, everyone to get out. Um, and, and finally explore and, and go back to normal life that they were like, all right, basketball, not only did we decide to have the league later on, so it was kind of late to begin with, people had prior commitments, um, but also, you know, people wanted to get out and, and be outside. So we didn't have our set normal girls, uh, so I just had to pick up anybody at any given day. I'm like, can you make it this week? Can you make it next week? Uh, when can you come? So sometimes we had five players uh, seven players, uh, which is not our normal. You know, we have our set team that normally comes. So it was kind of a struggle. You know, we didn't get into that gel, um, being comfortable with everybody. You know, when you play with people often, you kind of you conform to how they play. You play cohesively. So that was a, a bit of a struggle for us this season. So are you guys are you guys ready for the playoffs? Do you have a consistent roster that's going to be playing this, this week? So I'm actually uh, trying to figure out you know, who's all coming this week. So, so far I have Tiffany, um, Asia, Angela, me, Amber, and then um, my big girl, Kim. And then I'm trying to figure out the last couple key pieces. So we started off really strong. Um, a couple of our, our players did one get hurt. Um, so she was like a key aspect to the team. She had about probably like 20 the first game. You know, and she, she got hurt in the game. She fractured her elbow outside. Um, Min Lauren Mincy. And, you know, we, we definitely needed her, uh, you know, once she was out, it was kind of tough for us. But um, I think we're going to bounce back. I think we'll be ready for the game. Um, it's actually on Wednesday at 630. Uh, no Limit plays before us at 530. And then we play at 630. So if you guys want to come out and watch, uh, we'll be playing at Rucker Park. How important is it, uh, you know, for, for just the community in general, New York City, 
to support women's basketball? Honestly, it, it's so tough uh, being a female athlete to begin with. Um, and then being a female basketball player, too, you know, we don't get that same uh, fan base as the guys always, you know. We have to really advocate and, and put our names out there, and we just we want to be supported as well. We, we like that, you know, that uh, environment, that rowdy crowd. Um, and, you know, Jonna and Kobe, you know, they were setting the tone for women's basketball and, you know, having people be a part of that and appreciate it. Um, we, we really appreciate that. We need that more so that the young girls coming up can have something to look forward to. Absolutely. And I got to, since, you know, you can't speak about women's basketball and not uh, congratulate uh, the, the Team USA, the women's team. They are on a run that is unparalleled, the 52 straight wins, haven't lost at the Olympics since 1992. Um, how, how big is that? Honestly, that's tremendous. Like, you know, like you said, I feel like we, we don't get enough credit, we don't get enough shine, so really to have um, – People, you know, in the spotlight for the women's basketball, whether it be, you know, it's it's fortunate that it is the Team USA, but any female team, it's nice to have that shine um, because we need that limelight. We need attention to our to our sport, to what we do. Absolutely. I think, listen, that, that's definitely the way of going about it, that, that kind of domination. Um, you know, I think the, shout out to all of the ladies like they, they have been doing s such amazing work. I'm just I'm looking forward uh, to another gold medal uh, once this Olympics is over <laughs> uh, on the men's side. Got a little sloppy there this uh, this season, this Olympic uh, run. They lost two games in, uh, in the exhibition and they lost the opener to to France. Uh, Kevin Durant is the is the leader. Or I mean, I don't know if there is necessarily a leader, but I would say Kevin Durant is the best player on Team uh, USA. Is there more pressure on Kevin Durant than there has been on the, the leader of the Olympic teams in years past because of the struggles early? I definitely think there's more pressure on him. Um, a lot of the weight is falling on his shoulders, typically because, you know, um, he's more of a quiet player. Uh, he's, he's a leader, but he leads by example instead of uh, being the active voice, the active role model that you've probably seen in the past. Um so it's probably tough for him because he's not as vocal. So so people probably see that as oh he's not being a leader, but that's just his style of leadership. Are you are you confident still that the US can bring home the gold? Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely think we just need to get our act together, be consistent. I know on the women's side, look, we're good there, so I'm excited we'll at least get one. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I I'm 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 all about uh USA winning. I, I I've been checking the the medal counts every day. Uh, the U.S. has the lead in total uh, medals, but we aren't uh, heading to goals just yet. So we got a little bit of work to do. Hopefully Simone Biles can uh, help out with that because she will be back uh, for the last gymnastics event, which I'm also looking forward to. Uh, NBA, we got to talk a little bit of NBA. Russell Westbrook is headed out to the Los Angeles area. He's going back home. We will be playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Whoever else they fill out the roster uh, with, how do you think Russell Westbrook will do in Los Angeles? I mean, uh, I feel like for a lot of players, being home gives you that extra like push that you need. You know, that extra confidence. You're in an area where you know you feel secure. You know, you have your fan base. Um, it just it feels right. Uh, you get more confident. Uh, 
I don't know about him playing with LeBron and AD necessarily. I don't know how that's going to play out, but um, well, I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited as well. Um, I'm I'm hearing you know they might sign Melo out there. Might be a reunion with with him and LeBron. Um, then I was hearing Demar Derozan, but he had to take a crazy pay cut. I've also heard the JJ Redick talks. Who do you, who do you think that the Lakers should be looking at to to fill out those roster spots? I mean, it's definitely tough because they have a lot of you know high quality players that definitely want you know more money. They're not going to take a cut. Yeah. Um. So they'll probably have to look on the the you know a little bit lower than than because they have their stars already. You know. Um, just the, the role players to fill in. Yeah, just role players, pretty much. I would say. So do you, do you think we will see this year Brooklyn versus LA? Honestly, that's my hope. I'm a Nets fan. Um, I wanted the Nets to make it far this year, but unfortunately, a lot of our guys got hurt. Um, this is kind of our first year as a new team. You know, all of our new players: um, Kevin Durant, Kyrie. Blake Griffin, um, James Harden. So we kind of just have to get together and, and mesh and, you know, get right for next season. But that would be amazing. Lakers versus Nets. I can't imagine, like, the arena is going to go wild. Um, I think this is what everyone's been waiting for, to be honest. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> I think a LeBron versus KD equal matchup would be probably the most anticipated outside of when everybody wanted LeBron versus Kobe in the finals. Yeah. Like I just think now, and I think the storylines going into to this season, where all right, you got LeBron, AD, and Westbrook. Westbrook and Kevin Durant was former teammates. They had a little, they a little back and forth. They don't really get along. Same thing, Kyrie and LeBron, former teammates. They had their little words back and forth. So those guys going at each other. Russell Westbrook was also teammates with James Harden. <laughs> so there's just a lot going on. And then who is? the best in basketball right now, that argument could finally be answered if those two teams go head up. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Hopefully, you know, we had a lot of health issues, uh, a lot of big injuries going into this year's uh, playoffs. So, you know, we didn't get to see both of those teams reach their max potential. You know, Anthony Davis went out for the Lakers, and then, of course, Kyrie Harden went down for, for Brooklyn. So neither one of those teams really got to, uh, to to fill out their potential for the season. Hopefully there's a little bit more time in between seasons. Neither one of those teams went far in the playoffs, so had a little bit more rest to, uh, to get back and, and get everybody healthy, get the roster together. I am looking forward to that. Um, let's get back to some some lady basketball, though. Uh, you have you have been putting on these uh, these open runs, I think for, has it been a year yet? Has it been a year? I feel like when you started, mm, we yeah, getting there. Maybe around a year, okay, or a little bit less. So, talk to me about the open runs. Why? Um, did you just want to get it? You just wanted some extra hoop time. You needed some extra rec. And you know how, like, some you get ready for a tune up for the big fight. You got to get the tune up, get some cats up in there, or <laughs> you just wanted to do what? Did you, what was it? So honestly, um, for a while, I've been brainstorming about uh, basketball and how I want to incorporate, involve more women because we don't really have a platform. Um, it's hard to get gyms. Um, it's hard to get people together. So I was like, you know what, what can I do? So I decided to create a, a nonprofit called uh, Basketball Bloodline. And uh, we're on Instagram, Basketball Bloodline underscore. And basically, I wanted to start it before COVID, you know. 
Um, but then once COVID happened, it kind of like almost put us on the back burner because, you know, you can't go in the gym, you can't do this, you can't have events. And really what I want to do is be able to to bring women together, um, whether any type of level, you went professional, you didn't play professional, um, whatever it is, I want to use basketball as a tool to bring women together and not only are we playing the sport, but also have events where you become almost like a family outside of the court. Um, so whether that be brunch or dinner or, or whatever it is, a social cocktail hour. Um, so I definitely want to incorporate more events. So I just kind of started with doing the open runs, and then I decided to expand it because I had a lot of uh, my male friends hitting me up like, hey, uh, we want to get involved in the runs. Like, what's up? What's the word? So I was like, you know what? I'll do some co-ed runs. I started with just just females only for a while and then incorporated the males. Because I started to even come out of retirement and, you know, get once you <laughs> opened it up to the fellas, I was going to come out. I mean, you know, my jump shot, they say it's the last thing to go, so I could probably get out there and get a couple threes <laughs> up, you know. But I said, you know what? I'm going to save that for the young cats out there. Let them do their thing. Um, you did mention the, uh, the nonprofit. That's one of the other things. Uh, you have been doing community service for some time now, um, whether it be you going to different events or doing your own thing. Um, one of the big events that I, I, I see you at all the time, uh, Bowling for Peace, you have now played in bowling, basketball, uh, football, and as of this past weekend, baseball. Um, I'm just going to look. For the people at home, if y'all saw the game or not, just look at the pictures. The pictures look like she was doing her thing on the field. Don't, you know, nobody got to know the difference. Y'all check the pictures. She looked like she knew what she was doing. But talk to me about, about Bowling for Peace and just you being involved in so many different uh, charities and doing that kind of work. Honestly, um, I met, so Haran runs Bowling for Peace. And I met him about around, maybe a little bit after uh, I met with Jude from Basketball Beauties. Uh, he put me in contact with him. So this was like when I first started, I played in the basketball game. Um, and every time, you know, it's, we get a great crowd. The people are just so happy to be there. Um, everyone's amazing at what they do from from the people who are interviewing, um, the people selling their merchandise, uh, the fundraisers. Every Everything is so professional. Um, even this, this uh, past weekend, uh, the the softball game. I'm not I'm not a softball player. I've never played softball in my life. Um, my mom would be disappointed because she played. Um, you know, but you did better at football though. I I will I will say you definitely you know. You know when you could run a little bit. <laughs> I feel like softball is one of those things. You know, um, it, it, I just I commend all the people that that are good at their sports and that work hard and put in all that effort because. Uh, from the outside looking in, sometimes it might seem like, okay, it's easy to do any type of sport, but it's really not. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Nate Robinson found that out the hard way. It's not easy <laughs> to just transition from sport to sport. Oh, poor Nate. Yeah, and that's my guy. I love Nate, man. I, dunk champion. That's that's a New York New York legend, legend right there in his own right. Yeah, but it's not always easy, especially baseball. I think, you know, most athletes will say baseball was probably the hardest sport if you haven't played baseball uh -huh. to transition to and, and try to just pick up. And for the most part, I'm pretty sure everybody, like as far as on the celebrity side, you know, weren't baseball players prior <laughs> to coming for Balling for Peace. But the good thing about it is it's all in fun. Um, the community came out. Everything, you know, was, was peaceful. We were able to come together and everyone went home 
safely the same way they came out. Same way with the after party. You know, for whoever went to the after party, they know everybody just went out, had a good time, you know, in the name of peace. And we went home to our families and we go up, the, you know, the next day and go on about our business. Yeah. So, it, you know, that's that's what it's there for. Uh, congratulations again to H2O, the whole Bowling for Peace staff, for putting on another uh, successful event. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to, to basketball, though. I was actually talking to Ron about when because he wants to do it like now. Listen, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> if we caught them on the court, it, there was no no competition. Like, we were taking that one because a lot of people on my team were hoopers. So Oh, yeah, no, that's that's a fact. For, oh, let me, for the folks that don't know, they uh, so the Bowling for Peace team played the NYPD. Apparently, NYPD has been practicing uh, Listen, baseball that's all they do. <laughs> yeah, for the past 30 years. So, you know, they came out with a whole bunch of ringers. It was, it, you know, it, it got bad out there. That's all I'm saying. It got bad. But I will vouch for the Bowling for Peace basketball team. The NYPD hasn't gone up against uh, the Bowling for Peace celebs in basketball yet, only in football and uh, and now softball. But I will vouch for the for the ballers. Haran uh, seems to find the best of the best, both on the men's and the women's side. Naya, you know, because you, you're, you're a veteran uh, Bowling for Peace uh, uh, player. So... I can't wait. Um, I was actually I was talking to Haran uh, also as far as because you know we uh, we've been sponsoring the dunk contest at the uh, at Bowling for Peace for the past couple of years, and I'm look I'm antsy. I'm ready to, to get the next uh, <laughs> dunk contest going. We actually we had uh, Isaiah Whitehead uh, join us as a celebrity guest judge uh, at the last Bowling for Peace event, uh, former Brooklyn Net. I believe he's playing overseas right now, um, but yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. Um, and then, uh, re- really quick, Anaya, because I don't want to keep you too much of your time because I know you, you got a whole bunch of things going on. <laughs> but um, just, again, just let everybody know how they can get involved in what you're doing, whether it's coming out to support you playing or to just to support your nonprofit. Um, you could do both. You can you can reach out to me on Instagram, N-A-Y-A-R-O-S-E-E. Uh, that's my main page. Or basketball bloodline underscore. And um, definitely come out. Uh, just, you know, I post the games that we play in so you could be a fan. Um, if you want to get involved, you want to be a player, you know, that that's cool too because I'm always looking for people. Um, you could you could be a part of my open gyms. Uh, you could be a photographer. Whatever it is that you do, I'm sure there's a way that I can incorporate you or, or you could even watch, be a supporter, um, you know, so just, just let me know. I'm pretty open and um, easy to talk to. So definitely I would say just try to get in contact with me. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much, uh, Naya. It's been, it's been long overdue. We've been trying to get you. I mean, we had you for a quick second. Emerald interviewed <laughs> you at Bowling for Peace, but we didn't get to really sit down and, and, and talk and open up shop. So I appreciate you coming through. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on all our social media, facebook.com forward slash Real Fans Real Talk, Instagram, Twitter, at Real Fan Talk. Um, and, of course, subscribe to that YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash for the fans production. If you are not in New York City on Thursday nights, do not worry. Just hit up the website, realfansrealtalk.com, and you can watch anywhere in the world, 8 o'clock on Thursday nights, just like everybody else. Oh, shout out to the sponsors, too. Uh, Kmart, the Rosado Firm, Petro Home Services, Soundview Liquors. Uh, thank you for keeping the bar stock. We're not drinking today, but it's only because Naya's in training right now. She got a playoff game, so we, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't open the bar today. But shout out to Soundview. They always make sure that the bar is stocked. And, of course, sophisticated minds. Wardrobe got to be on point. So appreciate you guys. With that being said, for myself, Trip Young, beautiful, Hooper, 
New York City zone, Naya. <laughs> appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate you guys. Smush Parker here, formerly up to the Los Angeles Lakers, and you are now tuned in to Real Fans Real Talk. Real fans, real talk, we as real as you thought.